0: Hey all Michael Lunsford here, Citizens for New Louisiana, and we are talking about what's going to be on your ballot November the 3rd. Everybody knows the president's on the ballot. We have senator, we have our congressman on the ballot, but we also have judge races and the district attorney is also on the ballot. So I'm talking to Don Landry today and uh, just wanted to get you to know these candidates a little bit better, more than just the placard that you get in the mail or that you see on TV. So it's our opportunity to just kind of have a two-way conversation. So tell me what in the world inspired you to run for office?
1: Absolutely. And thank you so much for (laughs) having me here today. It's a great way to get our names out there to the public. But I've always wanted to be district attorney. Okay, I was very fortunate to work for some district attorneys who have great reputations in our community. Nathan Stansberry was district attorney for 14 years while I was working for him. He was of course district attorney even before that. And then Michael Horson took over and I worked for Michael Harson for 20 years. Okay. So for 34 years, I really wanted to be district attorney, Mm -hmm. but I certainly wouldn't run against my boss. They were both good guys. that did a good job, and I have a lot more loyalty than that, so I would not run against my bosses. Gotcha. And uh, I really enjoyed the work at the district attorney's office. It's always been my passion to be a district attorney. I, I liked the way the office was run, and I think I picked up a lot of valuable lessons while being there.
0: Now, you were there for a little while. Yes, sir. I was there for 34 years,
1: uh, and uh, they were they were good years, and I uh, gained a lot of valuable experience, and one of the things that I think I learned a lot from both of the gentlemen, Stansbury and Horson, right, was that you can help people. It's not always just black and white. You right. have to look at the whole picture. You have to use some common sense, mm-hmm. and you can help people, but the serious felony, you have to prosecute them. You have to get those right. serious felonies prosecuted. But you can help people and you can develop programs for those people who maybe don't have to go to prison to jail, right And I learned a lot of that with Mike
0: Carson and with Nathan Stansbury. Well that's great and look, 35 years 34 34, so not quite 35 is a long time. now you've not been there this, this current cycle, you've been doing a little bit of private practice. I have. And so I think you said you were municipal attorney for Ord and some other things. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I am currently the
1: city attorney for the city of Ord. Mm-hmm. I think I've been there probably almost 30 years, pretty close to it. Oh wow. Okay. Yes, and uh, I was also town attorney in the town of Erath in Vermilion okay. Parish. Wow. Worked for uh, George Dupuy, mm-hmm. uh, John Earl LeBlanc, Mr. Cormier. I was very fortunate to gather a lot of good experience from those people in Vermilion Parish and uh, really enjoy myself in Brousseauid. Right. We meet a lot of people and we get to face a lot of, lot of issues that we try to solve for everybody.
0: Now the DA's race is not just in Lafayette or Vermilion, it's actually in all three local parishes, That's so right. you have relationships in all three parishes already.
1: That's correct. Acadia, Vermilion, and Lafayette Parish is where I'm running, mm-hmm. and uh, we have some wonderful people in Acadiana. Right. Uh, the people in Acadia Parish have been so warm and receptive to my message I've had a lot of suppers at Robert's Cove, huh. uh, at the rice bins, yeah. at the shops, at the farmer's house. Uh, it's been so good over there. Vermillion Parish has been terrific. Also, a uh, lot of hardworking people in those two parishes. Right. And of course, Lafayette is my home parish. I grew up in Broussard, Louisiana, and I've been in Lafayette Parish all my life. And it made a lot, a lot of good connections there. A lot of friends, a lot of acquaintances. And uh, they've actually given me a lot of good ideas for this
0: campaign in all mm-hmm. three parishes. That's fantastic. And so uh, tell me a little bit. I mean, you got started in this, and we were talking about family a minute ago, and kind of a little bit about your background and where you got started before you were um, in the district attorney's office.
1: Sure. Well, I like to say that not only am I going to rely on my 34 years of experience with the district attorney's office, my experience as an attorney, my experience as a municipal attorney, but I like to say that I'm going to also rely on my life experiences. Mm -hmm. Growing up in Bruceard was a wonderful experience for me. I was the paper boy, I mowed the yards. I worked at the Gulf Station for Mr. L.D. Bernard, fixing flat tires and pumping gas. I took what I thought was a promotion and went to the Skelly truck stop, and I learned that maybe I should have kept the other job, because fixing those big truck tires was a lot harder than fixing the car tires. But I also waited on tables, uh, sold furniture, sold sporting goods, uh, just had a variety of of jobs. I worked at the Evans and Downs Racetrack, met some very interesting people there who were influential in my life helped me get through school probably my toughest job the hardest job i ever had was picking up garbage huh that was a tough job but i did it Uh, we had a good idea we thought we would really do well make some big money my father-in-law said we have to get into the garbage business and i think he was right he might have been a little ahead of his time but i think he was right but uh, relying on those experiences and all of the common sense that i think i've developed through the years i think i can use those experiences in addition to my legal experience, to really do a good right. job for the people of Acadia.
0: Now, it's, it's an interesting segue. You're talking about taking out the trash and now you're looking to be the district attorney and effectively you're, the goal is of that is to identify problems in the community uh, that the law enforcement brings to you. And we talked a little bit about your partnership with law enforcement, but also some of the big problems that you see in the community. I wanna say we talked about the big, huge drug problem and how it's personally impacted you and people you know.
1: Yes, yes indeed. And I do have a very good relationship with law enforcement. Uh, all of the chiefs of police in the parishes uh, have discussed problems with me, have given me a lot of information in regards to the problems we are facing, but the drug problem is something that I really want to address. Uh, over the last month or so, I've gotten a couple of phone calls from some close personal friends of mine, and unfortunately they each lost a daughter to a drug problem. Uh, it was a problem that was brought to our parish by some drug dealers. And I've talked to law enforcement about that, and I think we have to work across the parish line. Go to Katy parish, parish, go to Vermilion Parish, go to Jeff Davis, all the parishes. Let's identify these guys who are coming to our communities and pushing these bad drugs on our children, mm-hmm. and let's do something about it. I really, really want to do that.
0: We also talked a little bit about how there's a big backlog uh, right now with felony prosecutions, and you had a plan to kind of push those forward. Yes, indeed. Uh, It was brought to
1: my attention and it kind of stunned me. But for instance, in Acadia Parish, there are between, I'd say, 34 to 39, 40 pending murder and attempted murder cases that have not been addressed in the last six years. Wow. It's a serious problem. Uh, It's a serious problem for law enforcement and for our sheriffs. They have to run these jails, and uh, we're paying for food, we're paying for drugs for diabetes, we're paying for dental appointments, we're paying for clothes, and of course we have to do that. We're we're compassionate people and we have to take care of people even when they're in our jails. Mm -hmm. But I say that we prosecute these cases, we bring them to trial, Mm -hmm. and I think that will go a long way in addressing all of these felony cases that are pending. We'll get some people to come forward. I promise you, once we start picking a jury on the first one, Mm -hmm. it'll reach the jail. Within three minutes, the message will get there that. Things are changing folks. We're, we're, we're facing some trials now and I think that will relieve a lot of the pressure on our jails, relieve the pressure on our budgets. It'll save our taxpayers money because we'll send those people, once we bring them to trial, we'll send them to the state prisons wow. and that'll relieve the pressure from us. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, more importantly, and the most important thing in my mind, is we have to give some closure to our victims and their families. The victims and our family they deserve that. They deserve that day in court. They deserve to know that somebody at least has been brought to court to address the fact that they lost a loved one right. to a serious crime. So I think that's the, that's the most important part of this formula.
0: That's right. And listen, we're about to tidy up here and uh, finish up the video, so if you want to close with something, just uh, invite the voters to reach out to you and, and go right ahead.
1: Yes, please. Donald Don Landry, number 81 on the ballot, I would really appreciate, appreciate your vote because I want to be your district attorney. I pledge to you that I will be the accessible candidate. You can call me anytime, and I can assure you, you will return, you'll get a return phone call. I can also tell you that my assistants who are working for me will also return your calls. I will work with law enforcement throughout the parishes, all three parishes. I will return phone calls. I will talk to the ministers, the pastors. I will talk to our citizens, because everybody has a good idea of what's going on in their community, and that will certainly help us in addressing all of the problems. So, again, please vote for number 81, Don Landry. Thank you so
0: much. Yes, sir. Now, you have a website? I do. I think I'll have to and put I, on my that's reading fine. And the, uh, the Facebook page as well? Yes, I do. I so, do. Uh, you can reach out to him on Facebook, certainly. That's probably a quick way to get in touch. And um, the web address of your website, if they choose to check you out that way?
1: Sure. And listen, I pass these cards out to everyone I meet. And on the back of this card is my cell number. And I'll give it to you now. 298 0978. That's my cell number, and I will return your phone calls. Don at donforda.com and donforda.com. If you want to reach me, please try those, and we'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have, and we'll be more than happy to return every phone call we get. I have a wonderful team, some great volunteers. They've done a great job for me, and we're working hard for November the 3rd. Glad to see you at the polls. Thank you.
0: So thank you, Don, for coming in. Very thank nice you. to meet you. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you so thank much. Thank you
1: so much. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: All right, I'll see you next time.